There is a library that exists at the Nexus where all other universes collide. Inevitably, things wind up there by mistake. Books, artifacts, people. This is the place where things from all universes end up when they get lost. This is the Eternity Archives. archives uh you've joined us for a very special tea time um this is both a belated two-year podiversary celebration and also celebrating reaching 10,000 downloads so thanks so much to everyone for listening um we have something very wild and wacky planned for you today but before we get to that let's go ahead and introduce ourselves um hi my name is eva my pronouns are she her and i usually play linda the adorable office lady and today i'm playing um the lady who has no idea what's going to be happening <laughs> uh hey everyone my name is bappy my pronouns are they them i usually play real day jaquel and uh today i'm playing the person who is inflicting horribleness t- onto their co-hosts uh hi everyone i'm dorka my pronouns are she her i usually play zen the lizard princess and today i am i fall somewhere in between these other two we'll get into it <laughs> so for this tea time uh, we've mentioned this jokingly before. I don't know if they ever made it into the episodes, but we've mentioned doing like uh, a Riverdale watch along episode where we kind of make Zevo watch Riverdale and like record uh, like a talk show about it. And so we're finally doing that. Um, you would think, of course, we start at the beginning and then we go, you know, uh, episodically throughout the series. No, I am going to make them watch a random episode in the latest season which is season six um so i wanted to provide some context uh basically at least in this episode the first five seasons don't really matter and i don't know if the first half of season six matters but basically there was an explosion in archie's room and then they got superpowers and then uh a british guy who has like colonialist background and his like great 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 whatever grandfather like helped settle Riverdale he's actually like an evil demon man who is trying to take over Riverdale and he wants to build a ghost train through Riverdale so that uh well actually they don't know why yet I don't believe and he's basically tormenting these people and in the previous episode he put a bunch of biblical curses on the town and the last curse he did was uh killing the firstborn child so then like half the cast died and then in this episode they're trying to fix that ziva what did you think riverdale was about um so (laughs) so here's the deal i saw i think just the first season of riverdale where it was just a murder mystery with archie and i was like this is weird but like i'm into it i feel this uh and so um Riverdale is one of those things that you could absolutely play that sounds right with me. 
um, because you could tell me literally anything happened in Riverdale and I would be like, honestly, that tracks with what I understand. Um, I thought it was just Archie, but a little weird. And it sounds like uh, since I watched it, it has since gone to um, Archie is the framework for doing whatever the fuck we feel like. Please send us your old scripts and we will make it happen. See, I think I'm in season five of Riverdale. So it's come a long way from that murder mystery with Archie. It has gotten totally fucking wild. And yet, all of the context Vappy just gave us, I did not understand at all. (laughs) It's gone off the rails several times. We're not even on a train anymore. Well, I guess we're on a ghost train. We're on a ghost train. (laughs) Like, but we're... Oh, God. I, I do not know what I am in for. I've watched all of the current Riverdale stuff. The past... See, I only watched, like, the f- most recent four episodes, because, uh, like, just this past week, because that was all I needed to catch up. And I don't know which of it was real and which of it was just a figment of my nightmares and imagination and just, like, a conglomeration of the world's, like, dreaming mind that somehow my my little brain got access to and I just saw things I was not meant to see. But I don't know. We'll We'll see, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, so we are going to go and watch the episode, and then we're going to come back and talk to you about it. But we're going to edit out all of that time in the middle, so you don't have to wait around for 40 minutes. everyone we're back from watching the episode of riverdale that bappy handpicked for us and um holy balls was it a wild ride it was completely unhinged yeah um and i i figured out uh dorka asked me what i thought riverdale was and i thought riverdale was um archie with weird stuff but it turns out riverdale is the bad seasons of supernatural is what it is <laughs> excuse you it's the good no <laughs> so okay but Okay, go. Okay, no. I I I'm very serious about this comparison, which is that the theology is all over the place. There's a scowling British man who I would almost bet is uh, unnervingly popular on Tumblr. It doesn't make any sense and it's incredibly dramatic about everything and everyone keeps dying and then coming back to life again 800 times. Yeah. All right. So let's let's give a uh, a brief synopsis of the episode. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, We start with Jughead narrating from beyond the grave, uh, because Jughead is dead, and they're all at the all of the all of the girls are at a funeral for all of the boys, and but the funeral is a ruse, not because the boys aren't dead, but because they plan to bring the boys back to life, and they are going to do this with the help of Sabrina from the show Sabrina who shows up on a goddamn broom, turns these women into witches by way of a living room dance party, and then they start doing necromancy. Jesus Christ. Uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to like like figure out um, how to summarize this episode because it it was like a party happened in my brain and every, every 
show I've ever seen was invited. They ruined all the furniture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so they start doing necromancy. They try to bring Jughead back. Jughead doesn't want to come back. So uh, Sabrina brings her boyfriend back to life in Jughead's body so that he can help her kill Veronica and Cheryl and Tabitha, but not Betty, because Betty is the whore of Babylon and isn't invited to heaven. <laughs> yes. Betty is apparently too slutty for witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, it's probably because she was a cam girl for a while in like season two. Oh, I don't... It's because she has the MAOA gene, probably. <laughs> oh, right. She has the serial killer Yeah, she gene. has the serial killer <laughs> gene. <laughs> All right. But, but back to the summary. So they girls go to heaven to try and convince their loved ones to come back. None of them want to come back. So they come back. And Sabrina reveals that actually none of this was really necessary because Cheryl just has phoenix powers and can resurrect all and anyone she wants by lighting them on fire. So she does. And not only does she bring all of the these people back, but she also brings back people who have been dead for years. It's wild. Meanwhile, there's a B-plot going on that I did not care at all about. <laughs> uh, Reggie owns a casino now. His dad is sick. Um, the British guy wants Reggie to execute Kevin because apparently that's a thing people can do in Riverdale, but says that he can have Kevin's heart for his sick dad. I, I, this this plotline had my eyes glazing over until, never mind, Reggie has a creepy conscience that presents itself <laughs> as a, like... Ventriloquist doll. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. ventriloquist doll. And it was weird, and he tried to help Kevin escape... But it didn't work, and now the British guy is going to kill all of them, but they have a magic knife that they're going to use to stab the guy. Oh, and there's a baby that's immortal, and yes. that is the yeah. episode of Riverdale. Yes. Yeah, I, I really, I really want to emphasize that is a very accurate summary of what we just watched. This is truly one of the most bonkers things I've ever seen, and uh, my lack of context I don't think helped or hindered. Yeah, I think it was just that bonkers. Yeah, you, you, I feel just as insane as you do. I just have a little <laughs> bit more context. Like, <laughs> I couldn't, there are so many things that happen in this episode. Like, this happens frequently with Riverdale, where I'm like, I don't remember when this thing happened. I just know what happened. But everything in Riverdale happens so much all the time that I cannot pinpoint every single thing. Because, like, I knew there was a scene where Reggie gets talked to by his ventriloquist doll conscience. I know there's a scene where Tabitha meets her guardian angel and then the guardian angel tells her that she's the guardian angel of Riverdale and also tells oh, her yeah, that the I baby's totally immortal. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and I know that, I know all these things happened, but I couldn't remember which of the past four episodes I watched that it happened in because I was like, it, it could literally be at any point in time. At the seven minute mark, these guys were like, this is so much right now. And then I, I I opened up the overlay and I was like, well, we're only seven minutes in the episode. So hold on to your butts. <laughs> and it didn't get any better. It didn't. I, I want to talk about the special effects in this episode. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> yes. What's her name? Cheryl's like blue fire Phoenix effect was very silly. Yes. Uh, there was a scene where after they killed the girls so they could go into the afterlife, they were ghosts, and that also looked extremely silly. Also, uh, Charon was there to take them to the afterlife, and he just shows up with glowing red eyes looking like he's wearing a spirit Halloween cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. 
for a show that puts a lot of emphasis on on magic, or at least in this episode, they spent none of the budget on it. They apparently also didn't spend any budget on wigs because every person's wig looked like it had been glued to their head like 10 minutes before they went on camera. <laughs> also, the outfits were just the costumes and outfits were very strange. Everyone looked like they were in the 60s. Yeah, I um I like how everyone dressed different except for Cheryl, who looked exactly the same as she did in the first season. And yeah, it just I, it, it was like it was like if you ask a 13 year old what they think adults wear and then you like turn them loose in a Goodwill, that's what the costumes looked like. Like they all shop at TJ Maxx. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe that's the only store in Riverdale. You don't know. The town's fallen on hard times. All right. <laughs> what um what did they spend the budget on exactly? Uh, uh, the writers, obviously. <laughs> begging the actors to stay on for another season. <laughs> I, I fucking guess. There were some other really important details that I noticed uh, in terms of production. One of which is that um, they kept putting in bonkers cartoon sound effects. Oh, just yes. space out far enough that it was like, wait, what the fuck? There was an like, actual record scratch at one point. Yeah, and Sabrina winked at them, and it made like the ding, oh, yeah. like cartoon <laughs> wink noise. <laughs> um, also, they kept using stock music that sounded like it was supposed to be other stock music. Like they used a song that sounded like um, the background music from the Black Tapes, which is in a lot of those like creepy, unexplained YouTube videos. And they used a song that sounded like they were trying to make it sound like Stranger Things. They spent um, all the budget on the CGI, so they needed to go find free stock music. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, I they kept showing. This is very important because I'm obsessed with how bonkers it is. They kept showing a picture in the background of some of the scenes of a of like a sexy fox lady. Cheryl's fursona. Yeah, apparently it's fucking Cheryl Blossom's fursona, which is an amazing detail. And I now demand that every show um, include the character's fursona somewhere in the background. Okay. Please, I need to know. You can't actually say that because people will be like, oh, so that is a canonical detail where they talked about Cheryl's fursona. They have not actually talked about Cheryl's fursona. Uh, Disclaimer on that. But it was was Cheryl with the fox head. Yes. It was Cheryl as a sexy fox woman. Yes, correct. Like like she was like a full fox, like standing on her back legs, wearing like one of Cheryl Blossom's weird like uh, like sexy baby outfits. <laughs> sexy baby <laughs> outfits. <laughs> yeah, she always dresses like a like a schoolgirl or whatever. <laughs> it's very like sexy baby. Can we talk about religion in Riverdale? Yes, this is how, yes, this is the piece I feel like is like supernatural. So please lead this discussion because I have so many thoughts. Okay, so first, first of all, every firstborn in Riverdale was killed by what they referred to many, many times as a biblical plague. Yes. Uh, Tabitha has a actual guardian angel named Raphael, which is like a very traditional like Judeo-Christian angel name. But also, they're getting witch powers from Hecate, and Charon exists. Sabrina literally says, like, oh, yes, Charon from Greek mythology. Yes, yes, what the fuck? You can't say Greek mythology like he's not an actual real person that you can summon. That's like if I said, oh, my friend Dorka uh, from from the Eternity Archives mythology, and then I picked up the phone and called you. This is a fucking bonkers (laughs) thing to say. That's how I'm going to refer to you guys now. Uh, yes, I'm going to telephone Ziva from the Eternity Archives canon. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, I, I do not, 
I do not understand the religion. Uh, Christian heaven is real. Uh, the Bible and biblical curses are real. Um, apparently there's like, there's like a hell, uh, this universe has the, the Maleficarum in it, which is like, like the book they used to hunt witches. So like historically it's like the same, uh, the same universe as ours, but then like, yeah, but then like, like Charon and Phoenix powers are real and Hecate is, is literally real and they do really bad witchcraft. I mean, really bad witchcraft. This episode doesn't even touch on the alternate universes that are canon, so... Oh my god. Yeah. I'm going to propose a theory. Okay. Which is that, like, you know, witches and, like, Christian heaven and all of that is real, but God is not. I mean, God can't be real in this kind of world. Like, why would he make this kind of world? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is... This is also like supernatural where uh, God dies and gets replaced with another God. I think I gave up before that. But it's the same thing where like witches are real. Werewolves are real. Vampires are real. Uh, and also there's literal like heaven and hell and God and demons. And there's super hell, which is where you go if you're gay, apparently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, gay people are allowed to exist in Riverdale. That wh That's why Riverdale's better. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But this has the... Um, Riverdale is very the, progressive. Two men and a woman had a baby together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, uh, so I guess in that regard, it's it's definitely better than the later seasons of Supernatural, which is the the no homo party. The no homo um, party. <laughs> this show exactly has CW energy. What was your favorite part? Well, okay, what was the part that surprised oh you the most about this episode? I'm gonna touch on again. Um, Reggie's creepy ventriloquist doll because like I took notes during this episode and I literally have like two notes in a row one is I have Reggie's kill Kevin for his heart plotline has my eyes glazing over and then immediately after I have never mind he has a creepy conscience doll of himself I am awake <laughs> <laughs> but then it got boring again uh, and I think my other favorite part was uh, Betty being the whore of Babylon yeah which means she has bad energy and can't go to heaven so with Reggie's like whole so like Reggie's whole thing okay I can't remember because this was like the third part of season six which was oh I watched a while ago but basically everyone's getting superpowers and Reggie didn't have any superpowers so he asked Percival the evil British guy to give him magic powers and then the and then Percival's like okay here learn ventriloquism and I guess that's what? his superpower is ventriloquism <laughs> Why does understanding things about this show make it worse? I, <laughs> that's the magic of Riverdale. <laughs> a part I genuinely liked is I liked the um, the weird like 1950s comic aesthetic of Jughead's little piece of heaven. That was actually very cool. I appreciated their commitment to it. Mm -hmm. So that was actually a, a genuine thing I liked about the show. But um, but don't don't be fooled. Um, that was pretty much it. The other stuff I did really like that um, that they straight up looked at Betty and were like, "No, no, you're too slutty to be a good witch." Um, <laughs> no, that was she could that be was a good witch. Wonderful. She's just not allowed to go to heaven. Yeah, yeah. remember, yeah, too... all powerful, disruptive women have the potential to become witches. That's a quote <laughs> that I wrote down from Sabrina. That's that's actually. Uh, I'm sorry, my brain is so scrambled. I I'm trying to like pull together uh, lucid thoughts, and I'm just like, oh, uh, uh, ventriloquist uh, end game uh, wigs. Um, I'm having a meltdown. Um, that's what watching an episode of Riverdale is like. You're just losing your mind through the entire thing. 
Yeah. Um, oh, I also really liked the part where Sabrina was giving like the business pitch of of them all becoming witches and doing necromancy. And she used the phrase certified death walker. And um, <laughs> I would like to know more about that. Like, what did you say? You said, where did she get her certification? Like, do you take a course on Udemy or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, do you like do do you like do Udemy and you like print out your little certificate and she can like put it on her resume? Um, I have a lot of questions about the certification. Yeah, like my death walker. My job has an education stipend that I can use. Can I like put that towards a death walker certification and like hang out with Caron? <laughs> oh, we didn't even touch on all of the adults being brainwashed. Oh, yeah. So the but evil- only the like <laughs> older adults, not like the main. Characters. Yeah, like so everyone's dads or, or uncle. So like Archie's uncle, uh, Betty's dad or Betty's mom, and Kevin's dad. Um, but not Reggie's dad, because no one cares about Reggie's dad. Reggie's dad, his whole plot is about dying and making Reggie feel bad. So he has nothing to do with Percival. But um, yeah. I want to ask where Hiram is, but I feel like that's probably a spoiler. I mean, this whole episode's like, a, I mean, he's dead. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> was, was he the, the bad dad? Veronica's bad dad? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved him. He's also a hot dad. Yes. God, Jesus. Hot takes on hot dads here on the Eternity Archives. <laughs> Not only did we just watch an episode of Riverdale, it's also for me relatively late at night. And so um so I can I really cannot communicate how much I'm losing my mind. Um I I apologize, listener. Frankly, a lot of the dads in Riverdale are hot dads. Yeah, you have to be hot if you live in Riverdale. That's Yeah, apparently. That's the true Riverdale curse. Wait, I have actually a very important question, which um, which I think I think at least Bappy will know and maybe Dorka as well. How old is everyone supposed to be? I'm very confused because okay, I know so that there's here's the thing. <laughs> OK, they graduated from high school in, I think, 2019. Like, okay. canonically, they graduated from high school in 2019. And then there was a seven year time skip. And after that seven year time skip, it was 2021. <laughs> hmm. But they're 25. <laughs> Betty's like an FBI agent now and and Archie's like a war veteran and Veronica's like worked Could on a white collar criminal. No, no, she wasn't. Her her ex-husband was. She was doing legitimate like stock trades and stuff like that, like Wall Street. Well, I mean, you know, she was just doing quote unquote business yes she was doing normal wall street stuff which is you know may or may not be a crime but she wasn't doing like explicitly wall street crimes if that makes sense there was the time when she was money laundering and using her high school students oh yeah yeah she did make fake money money. laundering for her yeah okay see now that's what i expected to be in riverdale (laughs) yes that was before that was before uh hiram tried to blow up archie and then gave him superpowers because he opened a rift between dimensions yeah i uh whatever religion it is that explains what's actually going on in riverdale um i would like to know more about it please feel free to knock on my door or send me a pamphlet (laughs) um because i just have so many questions i need to know i mean okay so i can keep explaining the plot of riverdale at least the season's plot of Riverdale if you'd like if you want to continue to lose your mind Bappy was was here in my neighborhood a few weeks ago and we went out to dinner with a with another friend of ours and at dinner Bappy starts talking about Riverdale and like starts explaining Riverdale plot and it's baffling and our friend gets up and goes to the bathroom 
where the time she comes back, Bappy is still talking about Riverdale. <laughs> so I get up and I go to the bathroom. And when I come back, Bappy is still talking about Riverdale. We have to so- fill the audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I truly, I, I knew it got bonkers. And I knew at some point there was like a D&D cult involved. And so, and at some point. Season there- three. There's this, I, there's something in Riverdale that has to do with the fact that they go back in time and they play their own parents and the show just plays all of this completely straight that it's the same actors playing their parents and then they like flash forward again to the current Riverdale timeline and it's yeah, that's like the D&D, t- that's the D&D plot. Yeah, that, okay. that was the D&D okay. Breakfast Club episode. So, so the show then plays it straight about the fact that every child looks exactly like their parent when they were their age. Yeah, they... They bring up reincarnation okay. and like ancestors a lot, not a lot, but maybe more so than other shows. And they're always like, they're played by their the same actors. Uh, okay, so like the evil British guy was like a settler in the 1600s or whatever, 1400s. I don't fucking know when. And he like settled Riverdale with all these other people who are like the ancestors of the current Riverdale characters and they're played well, by the, the same actors. The fact that Riverdale is built on stolen Native American land has been a plot point since like season one. Yeah, because the whole thing was about how they killed all the like Native people and that's like where the serpent uh, the serpent gang, I can't remember what, is it the, the serpents, right? The serpents. Yeah, the serpents. Yeah, that's like where their gang kind of like rose up from was from like the oppression of like the settlers and stuff like that. Ironically, they had Jughead be like, Jughead was the one being like, oh, he was white savoring it that episode. <laughs> Jughead was the serpent king. Yes. And again, this is all season like two and three shit. Yeah. Yeah. God, it feels so long ago. <laughs> I know. Uh, we've, we've aged so much since then. Apparently they have too. Yes. Well, the current serpent. Well, I don't even know. Um, the immortal, the mortal baby. Okay. So, oh my god. Okay. So they prepare for the final battle, which is the battle between good and evil, which is like what this entire season has been culminating into. Which is like they got their superpowers to fight the evil British guy Percival, and it turns out Percival is actually from an alternate. Uh, universe of Riverdale called River Vale, which is what the first half of season six was about, which is where it was like all supernatural Riverdale stuff. And then when the explosion happened, he crossed universes and he started wreaking havoc in this universe, uh, this universe as in Riverdale. And he was like, well, I'm going to take over Riverdale and because he tried to do like witchcraft stuff back in like the 1600s and he was doing human sacrifices and they tried to like hang him and stuff and then he made a deal with the devil and get, get, got immortality and so he, the devil exists uh in river vale yes huh yes so basically they got all their superpowers and stuff because river vale was leaking into river dale and so they had to prepare for the final battle but they were like oh we don't have enough people to prepare for the final battle like what are we gonna do so tabitha uses her time powers um to uh put baby anthony baby anthony is tony and fang's son baby son she put tabitha puts anthony in a time bubble and speeds up his aging so that he becomes an adult and so that he can fight in the final battle because Percival is afraid of Anthony because, like, 
I guess like Anthony is like the symbolic representation of the future of Riverdale and Percival is like the antagonist of that. And also Anthony is immortal just like Percival is. So that happened. (laughs) This, I- I'm speechless. (laughs) Yeah, this is, it literally feels like a bunch of people sent them spec scripts and they decided, yes, this is Riverdale. And like the writers were like, which one of these is Riverdale? And whoever screened the script said, all of them are Riverdale now. <laughs> Good luck, boys. I saw a theory once that said that um, the conspiracy theory was that Riverdale is written in exquisite corpse style, with which basically means like the writers of each episode have only seen the script of the episode directly prior to theirs. No, I think season six, as bonkers as it sound, is a little too coherent with the rest of season six for that to be true, because they do make a callback to River Vale, which was the first half of season six in like the last couple episodes. So I don't think that's possible because I know despite what everyone thinks, it is semi-coherent <laughs> in relation to the rest of the season. So the way they defeat Percival is because Percival is immortal, right? And so they can't kill him. So what they do is, uh, so, okay, Jughead doesn't, okay. uh, (laughs) This is going to be so hard for me to edit. (laughs) Just, just edit it like Riverdale. Just put in whatever, whatever is fun. So basically what happens is Tabitha takes Percival back in time from before he made a deal with the devil and is like, okay, well, you're not immortal anymore. And then Percival was like, well, if I'm not immortal anymore, then I didn't make a deal with the devil, right? And the devil was like, well, actually, this contract, like, exists throughout time and reality. So no, fuck you, idiot. Um, And also Jughead's mind reading powers, he doesn't actually just read minds reading minds is actually just opening portals to other people's brains and so he's actually able to open portals including the other dimensions and that's what his real power is is opening portals anyway uh percival before he gets taken to hell um there's a comet called bailey's comet and bailey's comet passing over by was like gonna give percival more power and so then he uh, before he got dragged to hell, changed the course of Bailey's Comet by casting a spell. So the entire last episode of Season 6 of Riverdale was them being like, oh no, Riverdale's gonna explode because of a comet. So then Veronica uses her poison dialysis powers to suck the superpowers out of everyone else and then transfers all of that to Cheryl so that Cheryl's Phoenix powers are very strong because they needed Cheryl to burn the comet because comets are made out of ice but they were like oh if cheryl uses up all her powers then everyone she brought back to life will die because the only reason they're still alive is because they're being powered by cheryl's phoenix powers and then there's like a very x-men scene at the end of the episode where she's like floating up in the air and she's on fire and she's like dragon ball shooting fire over her hands to kill this comet and then they travel back in time that's 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 the hook for season seven. I can feel my brain melting, so I'm gonna call this here. 
<laughs> so uh yeah thanks so much for listening everyone um hopefully we will we will be back in the future with a new arc assuming our brains have not permanently melted yeah i know it sounds like we just spoiled a lot of riverdale but honestly i don't think it matters yeah. i don't think you want to watch this <laughs> Un- unless you're listening to this and you're like this this sounds great i love trash in which case oh it's um, yeah you- yeah, join join our Discord and and talk to Bappy about it. Yeah, but your glorious you, trash. Your brain will hurt a lot. Like my like I I feel like I'm losing my mind anytime I watch Riverdale, and it's it's great or it's horrible. I can't really tell honestly. Thanks so much for joining <laughs> us, everyone. Um, both for our our little um, chuckle fucks discuss Riverdale celebration. Myself being the chief chuckle fuck. Um, but thanks also again so much for joining us for the past two years of the Eternity Archives Um, it's been really wonderful having you all Um, sorry this is a belated celebration but I hope you enjoyed just the three of us um, losing our minds completely and uh, we'll see you again soon bye yeah thanks everyone bye everyone thanks The Eternity Archives is hosted produced and edited by Dorka Bappy and Zipa Find us on Twitter at at the archives pod or online at theeternityarchives.com. Our intro music is Paint the Sky by Hans Adam, and sound effects are obtained from zapsplat.com. Check out our show notes for more information and some helpful resources. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to the Eternity Archives on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. Consider supporting us by telling your friends about us, or leave us a tip at our Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash the Eternity Archives. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.